Michael Donahue was 40 years old when he disappeared on March 24, 1991, 32 years ago. Uh, around 12.30 in the afternoon, Michael and his family were near the Blanchard School playground in Victoria, a short distance from his family when he disappeared. Uh, Victoria Police Department says a number of other families were in the area uh, for a uh, touch football game. It is a court case that has certainly, sorry, sorry, it was a story that has caught the attention of British Columbians from day one, uh, and it is one that we continue to talk about. And I wanted to, to um, have our next guest join us because he's one, it's a story that he has covered many times. Uh, John Daly is a former host, of course, CKNW's Back in the Beat. He's a former Global News investigative journalist as well. John, welcome. Good to be with you, Jazz. Bad uh, day. Yeah. Exactly. 32 years ago today. Yeah, exactly. it really is. You know, when I when I saw the, um, uh, just a mention of it in the news earlier today, it got m- me to thinking, even, you know, when I started in the news business, uh, having covered this story, um, did you cover it right from the, from day one? Yeah, I'm, you know, I was trying to remember the very first one I did. I think it was the Monday after the Sunday, uh, ended up reproducing some of the Czech TV material and uh, putting it out. And then we went over to Victoria uh, went into Michael's room. Uh, eventually, we got video from the parents of Michael playing and talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did everything we could. I mean, the news did everything they could. You know, what made this such a horrible story, Jazz, was the age of the victim, just mm-hmm. four years old, cherubic, blonde little kid, uh, you know, lovely uh, kid. He was only 50, 51 pounds. Uh, you know, his his parents, both of his parents were just yards and yards away from the playground where he disappeared. There were zero leads. No eyewitnesses saw anybody taking him away or leading him away or him running off. Nothing like that. So there were zero clues. He came from a good family. And, uh, you know, the police were right on it. They jumped on it. The, the people who were there for that flag football game, uh, there were about 50, 60 people. They did an immediate search. They called the cops. The cops were there in half an hour. Uh, you know, the Victoria uh, City Police, then it was the RCMP joined in. Uh, the other municipal police forces, everybody jumped on this thing. And it was horrible because there was just nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just terrible. And this happened at 12.30, as I was saying, uh, in the early afternoon. And he was uh, in the uh, Blanchard School playground in Victoria, just a short distance away from his family. And there were family and, of course, spectators in the area at the time for a mm-hmm. touch football game. So this is your typical weekend or uh, sort of get-together with family and friends. Uh, and, and I guess what hits you hardest as a parent is just, you know, it's not like this is a child out older that's out late at night or something happened. This is a no. case of a four-year-old in and around family and friends and just vanishes. It was the first time that little Michael had been allowed to walk over to the swings and the play set and the playground by himself. His uh, mom was on, had a six-month-old baby that she was dealing with at the car. Uh, his dad was there. Uh, He was unloading stuff for the football game. And, you know, uh, it was just a matter of moments, and he just disappeared. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know Crystal, uh, uh, Michael's mom, you know, uh, blames herself for, you know, taking her eyes and allowing him to go over to the playground. But, you know, back then, when you think about it, 1991, uh, you know, if you could, as long as your kid's within eyesight, and is going to, to go on the swings of the, the teeter-totter, you know, why not, right? Yeah. And it was, 
just an absolutely baffling case. And, you know, since then, Jazz, there's been so much. I mean, the Victoria Police involved the FBI. I think it was like uh, nearly a half a dozen or, or so uh, detectives went down to Quantico, the behavioral analysis unit of the FBI, to sort of work, rework the case with those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the RCMP has helped as much as they can, you know, doing computer-generated uh, versions of what Michael would look like through the years. Uh, a year or so ago, they did a uh, they had an artist do a sketch of what he would look like now. Uh, you know, it, the family was on Oprah. They were on uh, America's Most Wanted. They were on Geraldo. Uh, you know, every everything has been done that can possibly be done, and this is just a, an ongoing, you know, deep, deep, deep mystery. Yeah, and 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 Crystal has said she believes Michael is alive. Uh, he'd be in his thirties now, of course. Uh, uh, but they always uh, hold out hope. Uh, they have a, a, a yearly yeah. walk as well uh, in regards to raising funds for Child Find BC, and they're going to do the same on the 25th uh, in regards to um, Michael. Um, and this I guess that's Sunday. part of it. Yeah, this Sunday, of course. And and I, I guess they, she still certainly holds out hope that he is alive. And he, you know, and, and that's the thing. It it, it happens. You know, in and around where they live, a safe area. Mm -hmm. And as you say, you know, in those days, you you know, you'd feel comfortable. I think you'd feel comfortable today if you're in and around your neighborhood, you know, the people and you're out there, uh, you don't expect something like that to happen. And I don't know what else any parent could really do beyond never, never leaving them out uh, away from your eyesight at all. But I mean, even even that's expected from a parent. Put an Apple AirTag on every kid you've got. Yeah. I mean, this is just such a bizarre case. The the best construction, I think, the, the Dunahy family has is that somehow maybe uh, he was abducted by uh, a person or a family that couldn't have kids. They've raised him. And that today, maybe through uh, genetics and genealogy, if he ever uh, submits his DNA to 23, whatever it is, or one of the other, uh, you know, genealogy things, that Mm -hmm. they'll be able to, uh, you know, connect with him and find him and find out what happened. Yeah, it is. It is truly perplexing, and and uh, but I, I'm I'm always amazed at um, Mr. Dunhee's family's uh, courage. Uh, they have mm-hmm. uh, continuously uh, been at the forefront, always made themselves available to media to continue to talk about the story. And I think it's very important. And uh, you know, my heart goes out to them as a parent, as as, as someone who's covered this yeah. story as well. John, thank you so much mm-hmm. for your time today, my friend. My pleasure, Jazz.